0: Welcome to Pop Cannon. this is episode 27. My name is Jordan.
1: My name is Robert. I'm Andrew.
0: Call me Ishmael, I mean Brian. <laughs> so here we are, episode 27. Oh, we're There's... finally old enough to start regretting our choices.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're this weird. close to getting a career in
3: a field that we got our degree in, but we're just probably not going to get there. <laughs>
1: we're at that age when you have to actively start taking care of yourself and it sucks
0: yes but the problems have already set in (laughs) it's a sad day
1: sad day so Jordan what are we discussing today?
0: I'm so glad you asked, Andrew (laughs) it (laughs) is another installment of S1E1 and the pilot episode that we are watching is actually a twofer it was a two-part episode way back in 2004 we're talking about Lost. 15 years old. Wow. Yeah,
1: I can't believe that came out in 2004.
0: Starting off, the gimmick of the show is some of us have never seen this show before. Um, so let's announce ourselves. <laughs> Reveal yourself! <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen
1: Lost before. <gasps> um, I've never seen Lost before either.
0: Ooh, I'm Spartacus. (laughs) Uh, So that leaves myself and Brian to have witnessed the show lost before. Yes, I have.
2: I have. It's one of my favorite shows of all time.
0: (laughs) Did you, Brian? So
3: did you watch it live as it was happening? Yes. Okay.
0: So I didn't fall into it until probably right around season four. Oh wow! My friends started okay. letting me borrow the DVDs, and I would binge them. It was like one of oh, the wow. first TV shows that I was able to binge until I caught up to it. So cool! Yeah,
1: I've, I've had friends tell me to watch this probably for about 15 years now, okay. and uh, usually I just tune them out with alcohol. Yeah, but like I had to do it for for this. So that I, I didn't, you know.
2: that must be a lot of alcohol to tune out and. Uh, 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 not just one, worth. not just one person, but multiple people.
3: <laughs> my my very first experience with the show is uh, when I would ride the school bus because it was 2004, right. and I would listen to the uh, morning DJs, nah. of whatever crappy radio station, discussing every episode in detail, um, <laughs> and desperately trying to not hear them through my headphones that I had in with my CD player.
0: Lost is a series. Uh, Basically, the brainchild of Damon Lindelof, J.J. Abrams, and uh, Carlton Cuse. This was really the
2: the first big, I would say, cultural drama, uh, for a long time. I, I think Mash had that kind of thing where you know every back then everyone was into it, and everyone remembers the the finale for that. Um, but. I, I, you know, there were some shows here and there throughout, like, the 80s and 90s, like L.A. Law or, um, oh, God, there was one called 30-somethings uh, or 30-something, um, but this, Lost, really, really was the show that kicked off all the, the, the scripted dramas that we now love and still watch and have watched since then. Um, it really, really was a renaissance, if you will, of, of scripted drama, thanks to Lost.
3: I agree with that to a point,
2: uh, but I think
3: Sopranos was f- kind of first. But if you're talking about network TV, then definitely.
2: Yeah, I, I mean Sopranos absolutely what was earlier, um, but HBO was, even back then was not as big as it is now. Right. Um, yeah, and and Lost reached a lot more people. Definitely.
0: Yeah, because it's network. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Was it ABC?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And really, it Lost put. Lost put a, uh, ABC on the map, um, and then they had like you know Desperate Housewives and all those shows also kick yeah. in. But um, Lost was really the one that that brought ABC a lot of attention. It revitalized network TV for sure. Oh, absolutely, Ma- made brought it um, everybody
3: back to network TV. I think. What do they call that? Um,
2: Scheduled viewing, something like that. I can't remember the term, yeah. but yeah, basically, yeah. I
3: don't think I think network had dropped off at a certain point around when the. Uh, NBC Thursdays died mm-hmm. and then and then it was just kind of like a uh, a big sunken in area until lost came back in 2004 so like
2: that's why I love that 30 rock joke of Jack in his office with a pose or with a, a, a thing on the uh, the easel that says make it 1997
0: again through witchcraft or science like <laughs> <laughs> um. so what was everyone's initial opinion of lost in totality of the two episodes, or yes, like you just finished episode two or part okay. two, I guess. I mean, that's how um, it aired. It aired
2: yeah. as a two-hour hour premiere, so okay, it wasn't it wasn't fair, broken though. up. It wasn't broken up like it is on the DVDs and on the streaming services, yeah. So, okay, or Blu-rays.
3: Um, I definitely uh, liked it for the most part. I did have some issues with some of the stuff, but overall, I think where they left off at the end of that uh mega episode or part two the second part two of it i thought was was good and interesting Mm -hmm. going forward
1: yeah um uh, yeah i agree i mean right it it starts you off right in the shit with uh what matthew fox yes waking up in the bam that was kind of cool though the nice setting to open it up in that little bamboo forest and he runs out and the whole opening, when it's just all the chaos, all I was thinking is somebody better get sucked into that fucking turbine. <laughs> and you know what? It did, and it was great. You maniac! I've been watching a lot of horror movies. <laughs> yeah. <this> Same. <laughs> and <laughs>
3: you're just like, I want to see some fucking blood, or I'm <laughs> shutting it off.
1: Um, but I was—I I mean, right from the get-go, just they—they they really grab your attention, and I—I I would love to keep watching it if I'm being honest.
0: Wow. Uh, Good. All I could think
1: was, why would you send the only doctor out? Like, just have him, why would he go on the on the the mission into the jungle? I don't know. He's a, there he's was... a man of action. Yeah,
0: like yeah. he he.
1: He's a natural oh,
3: leader. I'm I'm glad you worded it that way because he is a man of action, and everyone. Oh yeah, everyone on that beach are people of inaction. <laughs> he is the only person catalysting any sort of movement whatsoever other than the people just running back and forth, screaming like it's SpongeBob.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's entirely accurate. We didn't see every single person. Uh, we, the, the action followed Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a couple other people here and there, you know, in his path, but we don't see everything that's going on.
0: Um, yeah. And I feel, I feel like I'd be in like shock at that point too, like, you know i'm sure people were hurt and didn't want to move but then there's someone like jack who his entire character type is like i want to help people yeah yeah it's just the
3: juxtaposition of people completely not doing anything to him literally and figuratively putting out 3 to 4 fires in the first 10 to 15 minutes is just like
1: crazy to me <laughs> well and then there's the the lifeguard that he he meant well but yeah you you, you just, you're blowing air right into her stomach, man. Right. Come on.
3: And then that kid immediately takes
2: orders from the new guy.
1: But, <laughs> so I mean. Me,
3: I th- just go do something else. And he's I like, think oh, it's well, a pretty, enough,
2: I think it's a pretty realistic depiction of people in a traumatic, event. horrific, traumatic, yeah, a horrific, yeah. traumatic event. Uh, I think there are a lot of, I think the majority of people would probably just shut down. I definitely uh, would. And that there are people who wouldn't shut down, but would be looking for a leader to follow. Uh, That's why being a leader is not a very widespread trait. Uh, I know like myself, I hate leadership. I'm not a leader at all. Uh, I'm definitely like a follower or like if I were in the military, like a non-commissioned officer where I'd be like, like fifth in command, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to control the squad, but I would like to be able to, you know, make my voice heard, you know, like I think that's, I think it was a pretty realistic look at that kind of uh, situation.
0: And Brian, like you said earlier, it was very focused on Jack and you were following Jack. So,
2: yeah.
3: Like He just solves three problems out of the gate for three completely different people. And I don't know. I just felt like somebody else on that beach in the 48 or 49 survivors that are there could have done something he could have i don't know it just seemed weird that he was like over here over here over here over here i got all of it everything's my problem i've got everything fixed that just bothered me
2: okay
1: i'm trying to it was pretty much it was like jack what was the one Said. yes he was actually helpful um Kate, she was, I mean, she was being helpful. It was, it seemed like there was a couple, like, you're right, only a couple people were really, like, active, capable of, of action, which again, I mean, it was a traumatic experience and it's, you know, a lot of crazy shit going on. I, you don't, ex- it would be unrealistic for everyone to hop up and be like, all right, let's do this. But
3: everyone is remarkably okay physically after a massive
1: plane crash, a lot of people uh, except survive. the ones who
2: are dead. Yeah, uh, do we see that many dead? Well, it's a network television show, so you're not going to see a lot of mangled dead bodies. But yeah, you get the uh, impression that there's quite a few dead people on that in the plane and on the beach.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was still pretty violent. There, pretty, there yeah. Some...
2: The guy getting sucked into the engine was not uh, wasn't bloody, but yeah, definitely he got sucked in and he's dead.
1: Uh, yeah, and... I mean there was a lot of blood. Yeah, like a, like a surprising, especially you know 2004. Network TV ABC. There was there was it was pretty violent.
3: Yeah, I just want to know what happened to Jack specifically to get those four scratches on his face.
1: <laughs> well, they got the old man that's got the the cool anime scar ab- across his <laughs> eye.
2: Well, not just the the scratch on his face, but he also had that horrible cut along his back.
1: Yeah, that you know when dash, he took his shirt off
2: over will. by the over by the shore. Um,
3: but, I mean they didn't focus on it too long to see it. It didn't necessarily look like, like, I, it was just so, I don't know. That's where my, my issue with network, network TV just comes in where I'm just like, it literally, it literally doesn't look that bad. They didn't do much to make it look that awful. Yeah. Fair. But. And then he's like, oh, it needs stitches. And then random girl in woods is able to provide stitches and suddenly they're like in
1: love or something. I mean, they're both extremely attractive people. So. Yeah. I
3: mean, I don't
1: blame either of them. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's literally the first person he saw. He's like, you!
1: You, <laughs> stitch my back. Well, yeah.
2: he needed someone to stitch his back. Yeah. <laughs> and she was there.
1: <laughs> and she has fixed her uh, her, her curtains. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. With a sewing machine. <laughs>
1: yeah. I guess, did anyone else get a mental image of him, her putting... Yes, Mandy of Fox course. into a sewing machine? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> He's just like, all right, you're doing a good job.
3: <laughs> she pulls out a full-blown singer and a table. <laughs> it's hard, you know, um, you gotta
1: work your foot on the thing. You know, it's, it's difficult.
2: So... Jordan, like you said, yes, I did watch or I went like you asked, um yes, I did watch this when it came out in two thousand four. And um it was really unlike just about anything that had been on T V up to then. That those first ten minutes was was like the most thrilling ten minutes of television I'd seen ever. Um I completely bought into the the chaos and the the danger of the situation, uh, you know, with when the wing starts to collapse and you're like, yeah, th- there's gas in wings. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it I I loved I loved that opening sequence uh, just completely grabs you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I was even noting when I just recently rewatched it, everyone does sound confused and scattered and like they're not talking normally per se. Yeah. Like, they're kind of acting strange, but it's because they're so jumbled up from everything that just happened.
1: Yeah, from being in a fucking plane crash. Yeah.
0: And uh, I liked the flashbacks and the use of the flashbacks. And you get a lot of that throughout yeah. the show.
1: Uh, my I think my biggest issue with the whole thing is just I, I can't stand shaky cam. Um, <laughs> and there was it looked like they ju- they just put the camera on a on a rope and just swung it above their head while they were running through the through the jungle it's like there were certain times i'm like i can't even look at this right now um, i think there's a better way to get a disorientation or to disorient the the audience than just violently shaking the camera as they run i don't know i, so just, that's interesting. I just don't like shaky cam that's interesting, because I can't stand
2: Shaky Cam either, um, but I didn't really get that with anything in, in that episode. Like, for me, a horrible example of Shaky Cam is Michael Bay in the Transformers movies, or most Michael Bay movies, um, or, like, what they did with the, the Taken sequels, you know? Like, that Shaky Cam, to me, well, that's was... because Liam Neeson is, like,
1: 75 years old and can't <laughs> climb a fence.
2: Well, that that's also the quick cuts, but I'm talking about the actual, right. like, Shaky Cam, like...
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Honestly, I didn't even notice the shaky cam in like the forest sequence, but it like when I first noticed it was the flashback on the plane hmm. when okay. it starts to like go down is like really when it doesn't seem like the it seems like the actors are reacting to to being told what's happening and the guy with the camera is just vibrating it in his hand very, very, <laughs> like he's very like, like he's Trek. making a cocktail yeah that's what it looked like. <laughs> Not that it was bad, I thought it sold the the moment and what they were going for with that with the plane going down fantastically. I just uh, I didn't notice it in the forest necessarily.
2: Hmm.
0: That's fair. Um, I know there's one part in particular in the forest that Andrew's talking about. Um, they actually the way they shot that was they shook the camera and had the actors pretending to run and they're just standing in place. Huh. I remember really? uh, hearing that on like one of the special features or whatever. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. So, like, it just made it seem like they were moving.
1: Um, yeah, my my biggest issue is just the shaky cam. And there's one scene in part two, and they get the transceiver to work, and they just keep like rotating the camera around everybody. See, I Being... thought
3: that was super effective for for um, suspense. I just and couldn't... building that level of, like, what's going on, what's going on, yeah. what's going to happen. I thought the camera rotation around them while they're doing that it was good.
2: I think because it's something we've seen so often since then in a lot mm-hmm. of different movies and so forth. Like, I, 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 you have to take in the context of when this premiered. This was 2004, and this was J.J. Abrams' second TV show, I think. Yeah. Felicity, yeah. Felicity was his first, and Felicity was a kind of... Dramedy. It wasn't really a straight up drama. Um losses where he really cut a lot of cut his teeth for a lot of the stuff that he would eventually use in you know, like the Mission Impossible movies and Star Trek. Uh his reboot of Star Trek mm, and then of yeah. course <clears throat> Star Super Wars. Eight. Um Super Eight, absolutely. But yeah, so I, I thought that was super effective as well. Um I, I loved all the decisions JJ made with this with the, the the two hour premiere, I thought it was expertly directed. I agree, um, and it really got me on board him as a director and as a producer and so forth. That I was interested to see what he kept doing after
0: this. So, transitioning out of that, let's talk about the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, who is everybody's favorite? Uh,
1: I like Jack. I like the. You know, he's kind of the, the archetypal hero, like, we're gonna get this shit done. Um, I don't know, I just, I, I liked him, I was I was drawn to him as as a leader. I did like, I mean, I liked pretty much everybody. Who's the, the one, well, there's the one dude, the, the asshole, and he got the gun. He's, Sawyer. He's, Sawyer. Sawyer, he was an asshole. And then the, the Korean guy was just like a fucking asshole to his wife the whole time. That is but, Jin. Uh, yeah, well, he's a douche. I mean, I liked everybody pretty much, but I think Jack was my favorite.
3: I g- favorite character, I guess. Uh, I really liked uh, heroin band boy Charlie. Um, Charlie, because uh, there's he's got a lot to unpack, and that's exciting. Oh yeah. Um. So I like that. Uh, he definitely. I don't know if they were like deliberately obfuscating what he was doing at the be it, like, but in the very first uh, flashback, I definitely noticed it was him running past them seemingly towards the cockpit yeah uh which was which was like oh yeah um and then obviously he had to go retrieve his heroin from the the airplane bathroom and it was still there mm-hmm. and uh so there's a lot going on with him and i definitely liked that
0: yeah i agree charlie was my favorite character the first time that i've seen it watching him interact with certain people the way that he does was always funny. He was like, "Oh, I was puking." <laughs> NBD, I was puking. <laughs> there's so many characters in this first episode that they just kind of throw at you. Can we talk about the dog? Yes.
1: The good boy. <laughs> That's Vincent. Um, what a great name for a dog.
3: So, they had a dog on the plane. Yes. It's not a service dog. No. Was he in the stowaway compartment, the way they make dogs travel, in a cage?
1: Yeah. Probably.
3: And the plane crashed, and that did not get destroyed in any way, and he was just, like, totally cool.
0: Yep.
1: Yes. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> His cage was made out of the same material black box is made out of.
0: So, so Rob, you had an issue saying, uh, like, 48 people didn't really seem that injured or anything. I just feel like
3: way more people survived than probably should have and they're totally fine.
0: Yes. Um that that's intentional. Absolutely. Okay. And that gets explained. Okay, no, that's fine. I just I'm like It's supposed I I think the intent there was wow, there's there's a lot of survivors here. Um and that's part of one of the questions and mysteries that the show brings up. Planes
2: don't crash with a lot of survivors. That's just that's just not that's not how things work in, Especially in, in, that in the world way. Yeah.
3: So that so like for forgive my not having seen it, but like the way Jordan and Brian have glossed over the fact that there's all these people on the beach because they know what happens, I'm like, how is nobody else taking offense to this? Uh, but you guys know what goes on, so that's fair. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here, like, really, nobody has yeah. a problem with fifty fucking people standing on a beach. Well, going, man, but we it's also television,
0: dead. so you can't no, I
3: necessarily. Fault saying, like, well, the, show the for whole that. the whole
2: point the whole point of the show is it's not just a drama; it's a mystery. It, yeah. it is a mystery, yeah. no, absolutely. And, and it was sold as that, and that's what the commercials, you know, yeah. led up to it yeah. about. So, you know, it is a mystery of uh, boy uh, they they went with. Uh, Oceanic Eight Fifteen—that's the name of the mm-hmm. the, yes. the, mm-hmm. the flight—and that was in the commercials. Like, what happened to Oceanic Eight Fifteen? You know, like, uh, so yeah, you're watching to find out what happened. And as the as that two-hour premiere progressed, like, it's clear that the island they're on is not normal, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for several reasons, and that the situation they're in is not normal either. Clearly, they a lot of people survived a plane crash, which doesn't happen. Right, so there's there's right. suspension of disbelief that you have to you know put aside it, or buy into. I, 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 I noticed,
1: much. like I, I remember thinking, man, a lot of people did survive this, but it didn't really bother me. I because I was I I know that there's a very convoluted story ahead of me mm-hmm. watching this, accurate. And so I was kind of like, yeah, you know, it's probably something building to that. Um it also had me, like, look, trying to pinpoint, like, every little thing. Like, when Jack is talking to the one lady who has the planes going down, and I'm like, oh, well, did his, his mask not come down? He had to reach out. Okay, what does the mask have to do with it? Like, I'm already in this mode of, like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? I'm trying to pick apart every little scene from the episode.
0: And that's, like, awesome. Because at the time, there was nothing like this on television. Like, on network television. And this is one of those shows where the details matter so much. And now that I've like, now that I've seen the whole show in its entirety multiple times, like I just recently rewatched the whole thing. And now that I've done that, I came back to episode one and I was like blown away at the sheer amount of stuff that they yeah. set up. Absolutely. It, it's basically, it's like a microscope and you're looking at something and the whole show, the entire time, you're constantly zooming out, and you're getting more and more of the picture. The macro, if you will. Hmm.
2: Um. Going back to characters, I would say that. Um. Trying to think back when I first watched it. Um. Yeah. I. I. I definitely liked Jack. Um. I liked Kate a lot. Really, I liked. Uh, and it, it, it might seem a cop but I really did like all the characters. And um. Even even Sawyer as the asshole, I kind of liked him. Um. He's a good asshole. There was only one character that I absolutely did not like, and it was Shannon. Yep. I and you're not supposed to, at least in these first couple no, episodes. No, not at all. But Which I will be honest. That? I, that's the that's the annoying blonde girl.
3: Yes. Okay, that's
1: what I thought.
2: Um, you're not supposed to, but I will be honest that as the episodes go on, I never liked her. <laughs> I never grew to like her. My Some second
0: people... time around, I did. Okay. Well. So. <laughs> um.
2: But yeah. Uh, for for the entire time she's in the show I I didn't like her. So, um so she was the only one I really just didn't like um but I did again buy in to the fact that there are assholes in the world and in those types of situations they would just be thinking about themselves. So, you know. yeah, she was I, I she
3: was especially grating. Mm. Uh just on every level, like the fact that she's laying on a beach um presumably surrounded by dead bodies soaking up the like rays sunbathing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's d- a disgusting human behavior. Uh, <laughs> yep, and, um, you know, uh, and then they were like, yeah, come with us on the thing to go make sure that the ro- walkie talkie worked. And she was like, okay, I want to go. I want to go on that <sighs> just to prove her brother wrong. Right. Who I definitely thought was the guy from the boys playing the deep.
0: <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: Let's talk about some of the weird things happening on this island. <laughs> we, uh, polar Jordan, bear.
2: Jordan, we have to be careful here because you and I are going to be very tempted to, to get into spoiler territory. Yeah. yeah, So we have to tread lightly here.
3: I just so uh, remember when they shot a polar bear. They did.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking polar bear.
3: And then I was, and then I was like, "Where would he get a gun?" And then they answered that immediately.
0: So, <laughs> so um, were you pleased with that? <laughs> what the answer that where he
3: got a yes, gun? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I, I I could buy that. That's fine. That he saw it and took it. So what was sure, your yeah.
0: initial reaction to the polar bear? To, like, realizing it's a polar bear?
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was basically my reaction to it. Because uh, I guess, why the fuck not?
1: <laughs> um, I already knew that there was a polar bear. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm sure if I didn't know, I'd be like, is that a fucking polar bear?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was like, uh, that's definitely not the thing that grabbed the pilot out of the cockpit, but all
0: right. Charlie even made a comment it saying, like, was not. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's not yeah. it. Yeah. So what about that? What did you think of, of that thing? The end of the first part, yes. quote yeah. unquote,
3: of the, it was definitely the thing that um, saved the viewing of that first episode for me. huh? Because um, I unlike Brian did not like the opening hardly at all. Uh, it took until the flashback on the plane for me to be like, okay, okay. I like this. Okay. Um, and then once they get to the, to the plane and they get to the cockpit and they talk to, uh, the pilot and then the pilot gets taken up by the, I liked, I liked that because it definitely lent like a, what the fuck is happening kind of thing to it. Yeah, And then
1: all the blood hits the window.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Classic horror movie shit there. That was cool. Yeah. And then they find him in the in
1: the tree. Yeah, didn't even eat him.
3: What do you think it is? What do we think it is? Um well, I could go off of what I've heard about the end of the show. Uh, well, don't do that. <laughs> uh which I guess really thoroughly disappointed almost everyone that watched it. It did not disappoint me.
2: I wouldn't say it okay. did. I I wouldn't say it disappointed everyone, but I didn't know. I said uh,
3: most of the people that I've talked to or have talked to me about the show Mm -hmm. have told me verbatim, "Don't watch the last two seasons of it. Pretend it ended." Oh, I
0: completely disagree. Season five is my favorite, and uh, I'll put it to you this way, Rob: the way that we're comparing Lost to Game of Thrones for (laughs) you, that's the way it is for me. So, I feel like a lot of people just didn't get it. They missed the point entirely, and they were mad about certain things. right.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely. because this is this is one of the shows um that I trotted out in my example about the ending of Game of Thrones, where people didn't get what they thought they wanted, right, mm-hmm. and were' just mad about that mm-hmm. versus uh, accepting what it actually was, right.
0: Because, like I'm saying, there's things from the pilot episode that start that they pay off in the finale. Yeah. Like, different yeah. things, full character arcs, everything makes sense. Um, nothing really comes out of left field, and there's no really half-hearted explanations for things, in my opinion. Maybe for a few, but...
2: Now, that's not to say that, Andrew and Rob, if you go forward with the show, that you won't be disappointed or you will be disappointed. It's possible you will be disappointed by the ending. It just depends. Everyone wanted everyone want out of shows like these. Everyone wants something a little different with the finale, you know, Um, so it's possible. But, um, yeah, I agree, Jordan. I I wasn't disappointed by um, the ending. I would say, you know, out of out of series finales that I saw, uh, it was one of the better ones. Definitely.
0: So, um, coming back to the episode itself... Yeah, what, what, did you,
2: what did you... We were talking about what they thought the, um, the thing was.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I think I know what it is just no. from, you know... But there was a split second... It's the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there was a split second when I was like, oh, is that a dinosaur? For real, it, that's it, what I... It, did,
3: it does kind of look like uh, the field that they were in in Jurassic World.
2: Uh, for real, watching it, uh, that's I. Th- I was convinced it was a dinosaur, and I was like, "I'm I'm gonna be okay with that if it is." Yeah,
1: if some <laughs> guy just got snatched up by a T-Rex, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I, would, I guess
3: maybe I just I don't think that my brain went to dinosaur at all. But like, I could see why you'd
2: think that. I would even I would have even spoke. been alright with the robot dinosaur because I, I thought it might have been a robot <laughs> dinosaur with all the mechanical noise.
3: There's a uh, there's an old man who wants everybody off of his island, working it like a mech suit, <laughs> <laughs> and it be, just becomes six seasons of Scooby Doo. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it too,
0: it weren't <laughs> yeah. for you
2: damn kids.
0: Well, there's so much that this show has to offer, in my opinion. Like, yeah.
3: does the little boy learn Spanish so he could read the comic book? He doesn't need to. Damn it! But I don't remember. <laughs> Not that there's anyone there to teach him Spanish. I just thought it was funny that it was a Spanish comic book, yeah. and his dad's like, "You read Spanish?" And he's like, "No." <laughs>
1: it's the only comic book I could find. For fuck's sake, does
3: he does he find his dog? Yes. Oh,
1: is he is he, is he still a good boy?
3: His dog is God. I knew it. <laughs> Confirmed. He can't interfere. He just watches. I knew
1: it. No, he's not. He's not God. He's dog. <laughs> Imagine how frustrated he must be.
3: <laughs> He's just the watcher. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine a worse kind of hell?
3: <laughs> what did you. Ah, interesting, Andrew. Hmm. You brought it into these, uh, the, the supernatural there. Huh. What, uh... Maybe that's where the show decided to go with it. Hmm.
1: Hey, man, somebody got sucked into a turbine. I'm fine. <laughs> whatever now.
0: Consider it paid off. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely. I, I would definitely categorize this show in the realm of sci fi. Okay. a little bit
2: yeah it gets there
0: yeah
3: i think on hulu it's outright listed as a mystery but
0: yeah i definitely call it like a drama mystery cross genre but that's what jj does yeah yeah but in the best possible way what did you guys oh, yeah, think yeah. of the french woman on the radio playing for 16 years that's she had a very
1: nice voice yeah <laughs> that was very upsetting
0: I thought that they did a good job building the tension there as what Shannon's is? translating it while Saeed's like trying to do the math. <laughs> while yeah. Sawyer is just yelling at everyone being an yeah. asshole. <laughs>
1: um, what it, she says, I'm alone now on the island alone. Please, someone come. The others, they're dead. It, it killed, ki- it killed it them. It killed everyone. It killed yeah. them all. Yeah.
2: Since awesome.
3: the transmission so that's the flight attendant, seconds. right?
1: Yeah. Say what?
3: I said, so that's the flight attendant's voice?
1: No, or I don't know. I mean, it's just some French chick, and she's—they've been broadcasting for 16 years, which is just that was that was that was pretty spooky. <laughs> Actually, I did I did like that. I think that was that was a cool, uh, a bit of intrigue. Yeah. And and it turns out that Sawyer was not the. Cri- I mean, he's kind of a criminal, I guess. But then we find out that the handcuffs that what's what's the little kid's name? Walt? Walt? Walt. The that was another thing I really liked that it turns out, um Kate, she was the one being transported back, so she's the criminal. But she doesn't know how to use a gun. Uh, so it might just be like for like a tax evasion. There's different
0: levels of criminal. Yeah. Well things they expand upon things a lot. Um going forward they usually each episode centers around a character and then we get more backstory in a flashback so I
3: did have an oh shit moment uh towards the end of the episode when you discover that um our dashing hero is working to save the guy that had her in handcuffs yeah yeah that was
2: like when he sat up I was like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you uh if you Right, right. When you first see Kate as she's walking, she's rubbing her,
0: um, her, her wrists, wrist. and you can see yeah, that they're yeah. bruised uh-huh. um, and chafed. Really? Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and that's when Jack's like, "Put stitches in me." Right.
2: No, uh, Jordan, I'm glad you brought up the flashbacks and that how yeah. pretty much every episode is is for one of the the castaways. Um, and that was again, Lost was really one of the first shows to do that, where every episode is kind of about one character. Um, And so you'll get multiple episodes per year since it's a 24. Most of the seasons are 24 episodes or half the episodes. Sorry, half the seasons are 24 episodes um, where you'll get multiple episodes a year about uh, the same character. But yeah, um, this is like as much as like Game of of Thrones is a great character show. This is the character show, the character study show. Like these characters get we take deep dives into the the vast majority of these characters it's great so if you love characters like that yeah if you love character studies please keep watching
0: yeah and the good thing about this kind of show is like you'll go from hating characters to loving characters Mm. and then from loving characters to hating characters they did a really good job throughout the entire series messing with your emotions and then like who could you trust who could you not trust
2: absolutely
3: so, basically, they created the show after the success of
2: Survivor, right? Like, that's, like, they were like, oh, this would be a good idea to do um, as, like, a drama. I, I I think that that was part of it, yeah, because Survivor started in, like, 2000. And uh, I, I don't, I would not be surprised if that, if the success of Survivor kind of inspired this, yeah. Because I I kind of, like,
3: it was just an offbeat thought in my head while I was watching it that I was like, they probably saw how successful Survivor was, and were like, we could do that. Yeah, <laughs> we could do that. Make it like interesting,
1: right? Because Survivor is like patently not interesting. Oh, hey, hot take. <laughs> hot take on a show that came out 19 years ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I didn't have a podcast then, and I have one now. It's still on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Unfortunately,
1: Fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> All I can they think fucking... about is the Daniel Tosh joke. He's like, you're a game where you're trying to survive where people already live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i i i think that that the survivor element
2: is definitely there i think that in a post 9 11 world with the plane crash i think that was tapping into to that you know nightmare scenario um yeah. i know after watching lost every time i play every time i play, take a plane ride i think of the show can't <laughs> help it um Anytime there's turbulence, my mind goes to someone getting tossed up to the ceiling of the of the plane. Like you know,
1: dude, like um, like sixty percent of the people on that plane got <laughs> hurled into the ceiling. <laughs>
0: it was like two.
3: Um, fasten the fucking seatbelt <laughs> when the pilot tells you but, to. But
0: people don't do it. No, they don't. That's like a realistic yeah. thing. I think it is. Yeah, people are like, dumb, nah, I don't get need a seatbelt. Right into the ceiling. I fucking yeah.
2: know better than that fucking
0: pilot. What What does he know? <laughs>
1: With fancy degrees.
0: You I was just learning. talking to someone, and they had said that on a flight that they took, someone fell out of their seat because God, of turbulence. Good. Stupid fucking idiot. Uh, good. Well, I, I mean, the,
2: there have been... um There have been... Oh, God. It was just a few years ago. There was, uh like, a couple flights in the span of a few months that had, like, very... um uh, drastic drops in altitude, and there were people who were launched up to the ceiling because they didn't have their seat on. Like, it, it fucking happens.
0: Gravity, what a concept.
3: I know, right? Yeah. Um And then I also thought of um, when when they were speaking to the pilot and he was telling them, like, what he tried to do to reroute right it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I definitely thought of the Malaysian flight yep. that is still missing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where he was like, yeah, we were a thousand miles off course. They're definitely looking for us in the wrong place. And I was like, fuck, we've heard that. I've heard that
0: recently. That's, that is a real thing. So that's when that came out, that news story broke. I was like, they're on the Island.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They were uh, prescient about that. Uh, JJ was
0: maybe JJ knows where that flight is. (laughs) My God. (laughs) It's all just promotion for a movie. (laughs) <laughs> I just
2: took my glasses off in a really slow manner my god,
0: my god. <laughs> um, so Andrew what did you think about the uh, we're a thousand miles off course they're looking in the wrong place
1: oh, that fucking sucks <laughs> um, I mean I kind of figured break, it would bro. be something yeah, I, I kind of figured it would be something like that just you know how else are you going to stretch the series into however long it was um, that or, you know, they even showed it. There was some other, other interference, like somebody, something like that, that was going to keep rescue crews away for however long, um, immediately have the pilot get ripped out and torn up was a nice little follow-up They're like, Oh, they we're all really bummed. We're, we're thousands of miles away. And then here comes maybe dinosaur to kill this guy. I liked that whole scene.
0: Yeah. I liked how they had to crawl up the... Yeah. fuselage I
1: I liked it but I mean it was tense the way they were doing it
0: I just don't know any other way to put this but like they really do a good job on the characters and explaining a lot of things and why they're acting the way that they do
2: yeah um, and and you know not, not giving you specific spoilers um, but you know the way that Game of Thrones was viewed as oh well you know Boy, it just discards characters at a moment's notice. Um, You know, there are those memes where J.K. Rowling will be like, oh, and I really labored over killing this character off. And George R.R. Martin's like, oh, that's that's cute. You're cute. Well, this show first, uh, (laughs) (laughs) this show first really started that Um, not maybe started, it, but really uh, you'll see if you continue to watch that um, you're going to lose some characters that you like, you know, so it's a little it's a little
1: cutthroat sometimes. I mean, that's good. That's that's good drama. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I wouldn't expect anything less from a survivor drama based on everybody <laughs> landing on a fucking island that needs to survive. And they need to outwit and outlast. <laughs> <laughs> but who at the end of the series, Brian, was the ultimate survivor? <laughs> and who did they vote off? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it doesn't sound like Sawyer's got many people in his corner, so he might be the first to go, unless he makes an alliance with someone <laughs> who's strong.
0: God damn it!
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe that uh, that backgammon fella. Huh? Oh yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I I hate survivors d- so much. We
0: don't even, but we didn't even get anything from that character, the bald guy. Yeah, no, we, we don't, don't know, know his anything name. About anime scar backgammon man. But he <laughs> even looked at Walt and said, "Do you want to know a secret?" And then we cut away
3: oh okay yeah, yeah 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 he did he did say i was more caught up in like the history of backgammon <laughs> yeah. wow, that's really
1: interesting the world's oldest, really
3: it's like five thousand years absolutely jesus
0: christ
1: didn't even <laughs> like, yeah, as soon as he was like older than jesus I'm like oh fuck
2: yeah
0: <laughs> nothing nothing here is done without setting something up I'll put it that right, way. Right,
1: right. He's going to try to convert everybody on the island.
0: <laughs> but like even Jack's conversation with Kate earlier, uh, he had mentioned the the fear, only letting it in for five seconds, and then later on, she uses that. Is, oh, is that okay. what his... I thought you
3: were going to talk about his uh, his surgery discussion. Oh
0: well, that also kind of comes back into play, but.
3: If we don't see somebody's nerves spill out of them like Angel Hair Pasta, I'm gonna be very upset. You're not Ew. gonna see that. It's he's a very television he's... show.
0: <laughs> Rob's very mad at that line, which yeah, I, I know, I, I get think it. That
2: was such a garbage fucking piece of I dialogue. thought. I'm sorry. I thought it was very descriptive. <laughs> I thought when he said Angel Hair Pasta, I immediately knew what he meant. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's just like it's
3: like they wanted to say something. But because it was network TV, they weren't allowed to say how they wanted to. So they had to find a very creative way to make it uh, visual for for you. Um, I just, I can't imagine typing that line into your script and being like, that's the one. Um, Just to me, I just felt like as soon as I heard that, I I was sucked out of (laughs) the show for a moment uh it really fucking bothered stuck in my head so fucking badly
0: no but i i get i get what you're saying as well like the line (laughs) the line's just very out of place it's so out of
3: place dude it was such like a ho-hum conversation and then he just says that you know i was like what the fuck
0: so what did you guys think of the scene where the plane literally broke in half in midair
3: i like that a lot yeah show me death and destruction
0: and then the him. that suitcase coming down and hitting the marshal in the head yeah dude that, was that fucked him up
1: hard that was fucking when he's just kind of like, uh, uh, and <laughs> blood starts pouring down i don't feel again tur- again <laughs>
2: something that absolutely goes through my head anytime i'm on a plane and there's turbulence that i'm going to get a hit like that <laughs> So are you also
3: on the lookout when you sit in the aisle seat for anybody that has a large metal case so putting it in the overhead compartment? That's
2: one of the reasons why I always try to get the window seat. <laughs> not It's not the entire reason why I like the window seat, but that's one of <laughs> the reasons why I like a window seat. Brian does not want the Tesseract briefcase to slap him in the fucking head.
1: I'm not ready for that kind of responsibility.
2: <laughs> hey, I don't ever want to sit on that the, the 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 window seat that's next to one of the emergency exits they're like if you can't handle this
0: move i'm like i'm moving <laughs> <laughs> so i can't handle this <laughs> <laughs> what was everyone's favorite scene but
2: but i can i can even think back to when i first watched it. my favorite scene was it's the first night that they're there and the thing uh makes its presence known in in the trees and um yeah yeah that was scene. pretty spook that was spooky I'd have to say um, it's the
1: angel hair uh, pasta. Yeah, the, we know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I just love pasta. Um,
2: <laughs> well, you are Italian. I
3: yeah, I know. I think I think my favorite scene was when they were trying to get the transponster to work. Uh, and he, it's the, not the Chandler Bing. He's not a transponster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the spinning around the the characters while they're trying to decode it and do math and whatnot. I like that scene a lot. Nice. That was like I was. It ended on in such a way that I was like. I kind of want to see the next one just to see where that goes.
2: And with that scene what a great line to end the premiere on where it's just Charlie looking like where are we? Like <laughs> yeah, 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 fucking accurate. Where, are, where the fuck are you?
1: <laughs> Shit, I kind of, I mean I kind of like when they're, what Rob was saying just, I mean not the camera work, but I like that they were saying <laughs> when you find out like someone else has been here or is at least nearby and they've been trapped there for 16 years and yeah I, I think that was a good gut punch way to end it mm-hmm. uh ends on such a downer and you want to keep finding out what's happening so yeah i think that that or uh the turbine guy yeah um, well the <laughs> the whole course. opening was fantastic i it it caught my attention right away and I got sucked in and it was you know there was action you got to know sucked into the turbine <laughs> yeah there you go um great i think actually no I'd say the opening it was a it was great attention grabber
0: Uh, If I had to choose one, I think it would be when Jack, Kate, and Charlie are walking, and then all of a sudden it starts to rain, like, Mm. suddenly, and then they go after the pilot. They have to climb up the entire front end of the plane in order to get to the cockpit.
3: That was definitely my favorite scene until the end of the second part. Yeah, That sequence was definitely my favorite until we got to the next thing.
0: Nice. Which bodes well. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to: Would you guys continue watching the show, based off of the the two part episode?
1: Yeah. I'm 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 intrigued. Also, there's been a bunch of planes flying over my house this entire recording, and it's freaking me out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you're a dead man. <laughs> I mean,
3: spoiler or all you of just time, might, but, you
2: know. Or you just might
3: inexplicably survive it. It's whatever. Um, Do I get a cool animation? Would would I continue to watch it? Yes. Um, I don't know where in our list of shows that we have to go through it will fall for us. Because Amanda was half in and out watching it as it was on. Because she kind of just took a nap. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where it falls out. And now that I've... Cut the cable cord and Yay. have Hulu and Sling what and Netflix us. and Amazon. Um, I will probably need something to fill some time. we <laughs> yeah. go.
0: I can't recommend this show enough to yeah. people. Like I said, I just finished. I think it's my third rewatch of the whole show. Um, I, it's uh, definitely one of my favorites of all time. Like top one or two. Yeah,
1: I have. I've noticed that that people that like this show really fucking like this show. I'd like to be one of them.
2: Yeah. I, I love the show. Um, I've never rewatched it. Um, it there's, I've got a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff tied in with this show. Like I had my first girlfriend during the time of the show and she was super into lost as well. So there's a lot of, a, I've got a lot of stuff tied in with it. So I don't know if I could rewatch the whole thing. Um, I could definitely probably at least watch rewatch the first season because I do think it, it's the first season of television that I ever got on DVD. Um, I love that first okay. season so much. It's I think it's <clears throat> I think it's one of the best first seasons of television ever, and I do think the whole show was great. But that this first season is so so good. Yeah. Um, it really just gets its claws into you. But um, Andrew, I do I want to just give you credit. You've shrewdly. Uh, already figured it out that the show is all about that bald man uh he's a proselytizing christian who's going to convert the entire island to christianity way way to go i I don't know how you figured it out it was the
3: Uh, enemy he looked he he saw the accident with the plane as uh god's calling
1: to his
2: mission and
1: uh (laughs) he's like look how much cooler Uh, i look now with this they were
2: all they And Christ saves, so. (laughs) But I like. And if, as they
3: accept Christ into their life, they vacate the island. (laughs) And Um, they go to heaven. Because that island is purgatory, I figured it out.
2: But yeah, no, I mean, all the, this show was really one of the first shows where it's like the theories uh, on the internet, like just so many theories, and they were all pretty much wrong. Yeah. So as most theories on the
0: internet are, absolutely, thus leads to disappointment.
2: Yeah, but you'll as you go through it, just enjoy the ride, please, because it is. It's well, I think.
3: I think the benefit to watching it in 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 its entirety now, as opposed to then, is not living in the hype. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Because I can tell you. You guys already know where I fall on stuff like this. Huh. When shit gets, like, this weird culty following that everybody's demanding you know. that you involve yourself in, I'm out. Right. Flat. No, I get just that. Just, like, it, it fucking turns me off immediately when there's, like, 16 people like, you don't watch the show? 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 Like, fuck, fuck you. Get the fuck away from me. Um, but not having to go week to week wondering what happened and being able to just snap through everything. Yeah. I think will benefit the program yes. um in that I won't live with I wonder what happened and I have to wait an entire off season to get to the next thing. Yeah. Um and then reading shit and then reading shit, I'll tell you, and, then reading shit and reading shit especially
2: especially with this show and the cliffhangers good lord you're going to be glad that you can just go right to the next season. Oh my
0: god. Whew, this those, and this and that's another good point Brian this was one of the first shows that really made serialized television and storytelling like must see yeah and mm-hmm. like it started a lot of trends because of the big cliffhanging Good in the God. season finale like the premiere you like you were counting down the days and the minutes until the new season premiered
3: now i can say like my my earlier example of the sopranos while that's a series i don't know necessarily that you have to it, it's one of those that you have to watch everything before the next thing right. like you do and you don't um, because you need some of like the character story to move forward, but at the same time, uh, some some episodes are like completely devoid of of moving a quote unquote story forward, and it's just about the character. Right. So there are um, there
2: are a very 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 few episodes throughout the series where it doesn't move anything forward. That it's just a character study uh, for characters that might only be in that episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they're very few and far between. Uh, it's 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 very much a serial that um, there's the arc just keeps going through each episode.
3: Yeah, and I, and I I do enjoy the idea that every episode basically you guys said has a flashback that informs a character, yes. as opposed to like, a full chunk of a season that just takes place in a different fucking time (laughs) and then you go back to where you were at like Netflix does constantly. (laughs)
0: Um, Like, I appreciate, like, working it in like you're a writer, you know? And every, like, if you notice, like, the cuts back and forth, they were very, like, similar positioning Mm -hmm. when it would cut, like, specifically when Kate was standing there and then it flashed back to her turning and looking because she was, like, alerted by the marshal on the plane
3: right yeah yeah no i i i like how they did the the flashbacks within the episode so that's that's good
0: and i will say um the way that the show starts off with jack opening his eye and seeing his pupil dilate um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. normally that's how they start each episode is like it's focused on someone's eye and then that'll be that character's episode per se.
3: Okay. Interesting.
1: Cuz
2: I did notice his pupil, like retract
1: yeah. cra-
0: cra- crazy fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like whoa. One of the one of the small little moments that I, I loved from that fr- that premiere is that uh, the we don't learn her n- oh, do we do we learn her name the the pregnant girl? Do we learn her name in the in the
0: Claire. No, I don't-
3: no, but she definitely shouldn't be eating raw fish. Well yeah,
2: just, just a little bit. Uh but that, that you know, she had no? that moment with Jin where So yeah. her name's Claire. Uh, you know, so Claire has that moment with Jim where the baby Spoilers, dude Where where Claire <laughs> feels her baby start to move for the first time in like, you know, a day. Uh and yeah. he's like, No, I, I really shouldn't touch you because I'm married and, and she's like, No, you're touching me and and it was just like a really <laughs> cool moment where he's feeling a baby kick and yeah, I just thought that was a really cool. It was a very human moment, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to be extra mean to my wife now. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. What did you guys think about uh, Saeed's conversation with Hurley talking about the Gulf War?
3: I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And Saeed is uh, uh, a character right out of the gate that I uh, I liked a lot just because, like, I'm glad that The first show on TV to use a plane crash as a major plot point went like like immediately into like, look, there's a guy who's got brown skin. Is he a terrorist? Let's talk about it. Like they just they just went for it. They punched it in the face and and then you can choose where you want to fall on that. I'm sure scores of old white people who watched this show at the time. Hated his character from the outset, even though he probably wants to do good throughout the series.
2: Oh yeah, no, back then Trump was even tweeting about. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Before fucking Twitter was a thing. <laughs> uh, no, i I thought I thought Said was a really good character, and that conversation with Hurley was like um, eye opening that there's more people in the world than just the people you agree with yeah. I like that Yeah.
0: so speaking of like just characters what other characters like gravitated towards you guys like that I you mean, thought I, were interesting or not interesting maybe
1: I, I do like Jack I do like Saeed seems very interesting just because he's like oh I'm going to figure this out I'm trying to help people I'm not a terrorist and it's like mm-hmm. I, I think he he was actually probably the most interesting character
2: Saeed's um, one of my favorite characters from the whole show
1: yeah yeah.
2: I very much I very
3: much liked liked Saeed, but um who else? Kate I thought was really good. Yeah. And then like you get like this slight twist with like she's not just like some good girl or whatever. You don't know what's going on with her, but she was in handcuffs, so it was clearly a problem. Yeah. I also um who was the boy's father? I can't think of his Michael. Name. Mm-hmm. Uh th- that actor is in later seasons of of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay, Harold Perrineau. Um, yeah. Oh. So I knew him immediately. So I immediately gravitated towards the guy because I've seen him in other yeah. stuff. I'm like, ah, I know him from things. I like him. Yeah. So, uh, those three, I guess, uh, or four, I I enjoyed. Were there anyone that you like didn't enjoy? Um. The, the brother-sister dynamic is annoying because like it reminded me too much of my brother and sister <laughs> uh, who just argue incessantly about nothing. Like we had talked about earlier, the girl was a, a, a especially grating in that she just doesn't ca- They're going to come, whatever. Yeah. Um, that was annoying. I'm not eating your stupid
2: <laughs> candy bar. Yeah. Uh, Chocolate, uh, uh, please.
3: Whatever. I'm not sorting through clothes. I have mine. Uh, really uh, um, you I just ju-
1: survived a fucking plane crash get your yeah. fucking priority she's
3: a fucking sociopath is <laughs> what it is yeah. she
2: has no feelings for other people um one thing i want to say real quick is that uh when the show came out almost all of these characters all, all the actors were no names um yeah, they, yeah. you yeah. know like terry o'quinn he plays the bald guy um he'd been in mm-hmm. a lot he's been in a lot of stuff harold Perrineau had been in the matrix movies um and yes. and some other things up until then um those were pretty much the two only big names, and not really huge names either. Um,
3: Evangeline Lilly
2: didn't no. count? No. no, this was her... Really? I believe this was her first big acting gig. Basically. Um, yeah. no shit. Yeah, this this made her. Um, same with Matthew Fox. I, I think he had been on Party of Five or something like that. Yeah, but he was on that, Party of Five. That wasn't a huge hit, you know? Um, So... Even even for this that with your demo, <laughs> <laughs> so but even for this like the, he wasn't a huge name, um, yeah. So I just oh I, Charlie Charlie um, was he's one of the hobbits. So oh yeah, yeah.
1: he was he Mary, yeah, Mary Pippin yeah.
2: So but again most of the cast unknown and it's great um, watching as the show goes on. You know where the characters go and how big the the characters get. You know
0: yeah it's it's. I just I absolutely adore lost, yeah, the characters, all of them. They all serve a purpose, and we get more later on, and you know, obviously less because circle of life and stuff like that. but y- I don't follow you come to really care about these characters and these people, especially like I said <clears> before, <throat> the ones that you didn't expect to necessarily, but everyone plays a part in the history of the show.
3: Wow, okay. we're all promising a really strong Shannon payoff. Here.
1: Yeah. Originally, they offered the role of Jack to Michael Keaton. Interesting,
2: huh? A little too old.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I had a <laughs>
2: I had some very very emotional responses to this show. Really, uh, the the first TV show that did that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see as you guys watch this. You know, if it gets you uh, as much as it got me. So. I mean
1: I I really like, you know, strong uh, character-driven stories and if this is, you know, what you guys have said, it sounds like it's the <laughs> the yeah, the character-driven story, so I'm I'm definitely intrigued by cool. that.
0: Little fun fact here, Jack was actually meant to die in the pilot episode. Oh wow. The part when they find the pilot that was supposed to be Jack. Oh, that's ballsy. Yeah. That probably would have taken a lot of people out of it yeah like oh God you killed the guy I liked would that have changed <laughs> yeah. uh your opinion on it Andrew or Rob um
1: I think that would have been yeah that would have been pretty ballsy uh, i I think
3: I would have been headlong into the show if they killed him off immediately yeah that's what I was I'm thinking dead.
0: I was thinking like a Ned Stark kind of thing
3: yeah yeah I would have definitely been like like they set him up as like the guy who's solving all the problems like on the beach <laughs> so if he just didn't come back and they'd be like oh fuck. That'd be awesome. That's
1: why you don't send your only doctor out into the jungle.
2: Right. And then they just find another but another I... doctor amongst the survivors
0: named John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. This was uh, the pilot episode of Lost. Everybody's in on it. Eventually in. Um, so, yeah. Let us know what you thought of Lost. And uh, if you think that they should continue watching.
3: Final thoughts. Um, I thought it was good. Had some. I took umbrage with some of the dialogue and and the opening. I did, you guys all loved the opening. I did not. Um, it's just a I guess a taste thing. I guess I don't know. Uh, but I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. More death. Yeah. More
1: <laughs> turbines.
2: <laughs> Goddamn. The fucking beach is lined with turbines. As they make their so, way through the island,
0: all they see is turbines. Turbines
2: as far as you can see
0: so i'm I'm just your curious about this one fact before we continue. Uh, what do you want more out of the show mm. in the concepts that they've introduced? Like, did you really lean towards one thing or like one version of the genre that it's trying to be? Like were you more like, "Oh, I really like the character moments or oh, I like the suspense or whatever
3: I think I much preferred the suspense, okay. Um, but that's not to say I didn't like the character stuff. When the suspenseful stuff started is where my interest started to mm-hmm. peak. Okay. As opposed to the where the character stuff was just kind of happening. And then I was like, okay, let's get to something interesting here. Okay, suspense. All right.
0: <laughs> Andrew, what about you?
1: Um, I'm definitely intrigued by the, the mystery aspect. And if it does go into a little more uh science fictiony mythical what have yous then then I'm on board cuz I'm I'm a sucker for that kind of fantasy stuff
0: any fu- any other final thoughts on the show
2: i'll just say i'm glad you guys uh enjoyed it for the most part uh and i'm glad that you are at least planning to uh continue watching it'll be very interesting to talk with you more about this uh so yeah i i love lost
1: yeah i've got hulu for a month
0: Oh, so. just take the plunge already! God. I
1: probably will.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy that you guys like liked it. I really hope that you do keep with it because there's a lot of things that they introduce later in the season or uh, later in the series that kind of blew my mind. There's there's a lot of good character moments there's a lot of good suspense and mystery parts and just they raise a lot of interesting questions that really make you think so i i do hope that you guys continue with it because i'd love to get your opinion on more of it okay
1: You'll, you'll be the first person i tell
0: from the onset of this podcast i've wanted to do a lost retrospective or something to do with the show but so I'm, I'm finally happy that we got to do this so for Pop Cannon thank you very much for listening I'm Jordan
1: I am Robert I'm Andrew and I'm Brian uh, see you on the island <laughs> <laughs> with weird floating text <laughs>
2: weird.
3: This was our fourth installment of our S1E1 series, all about the ABC show Lost by J.J. Abrams, Damon Lindelof, and Jeffrey Lieber. Did you watch the show like the rest of America, save Andrew and myself, when it originally aired? If you did, was this trip down memory lane exciting for you? If you've still never seen any of Lost, did you hear anything that would convince you to dive in? If so, what was it? Do you enjoy character dramas? Do you enjoy mysteries? Do you enjoy inexplicable things happening in the jungle and on the beach where your plane crash landed? Do you enjoy smoldering doctors regaling you with surgery stories and likening a patient's insides to pasta? (laughs) Well then, check this show out. And, if you have, or if you decide to, let us know. We'd love to hear that our conversations directly led to someone getting into a program they didn't think they'd be interested in. We've sort of fashioned these episodes in that way. You know how when you've seen a show and you try to convince your friends to watch it? That's what we're doing here. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode by searching your preferred podcast platform for Pop Cannon. You can also find us on all the social medias at PopCannon. Just don't forget the K. You know... It's what your mom texts when she's mad. And you know you just love us. So go ahead and throw us a follow individually as well. Start with me, Robert, on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. Then Jordan on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. But also Andrew on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red. And Instagram at AndroidSkeleton. And honestly, we haven't heard from Brian since he went to Australia. He came back to us after going off the grid and told us it's no less crazy out there either, but he didn't want to talk about it. So he was going to go take a vacation. The thing is, he was supposed to land back in the States days ago. Do you think? Do you think his his plane crash-landed? Oh, shit. What if he's stranded on an island, a thousand miles off course from anyone who's looking for them? Do you think someone put a metal briefcase in an overhead compartment And when the plane initially hit turbulence, it knocked him unconscious? Shit. What are we going to do? Uh, someone get Matthew Fox on the phone. That's it. He solves all the problems. Can he help us? Is he available? That is episode 27. We have a lot of fun stuff planned, so be on the lookout. Also, we're running a superhero tournament across all of our socials to decide who the greatest one of all time is. You should check it out and vote. Thank you for listening. Spooky season is over and Christmas time is here. I only said that because Brian's going to hate it.